what we made. Sure was beautiful. Now I lay it in the grave, and now I'm all covered in dirt. That is Mariah the Scientist. And the lyrics are OP, and I believe the song is called To You, and it's just an amazing song. If you ain't hear what she just said, Homegirl just said, look at what we made. Look at what we made. Man, she's reflecting. Sure was beautiful. Now I lay it in the grave. Now I'm all covered in dirt. You know what that dirt is? That dirt is unhealthy experiences, things that happened negatively that impacted her negatively and is now currently affecting her in her life. And I find that so beautiful, so impactful. Um, And it's just an amazing song. She's an amazing singer, an amazing lyricist. I'm just, oh my goodness, I just had to say that before the podcast episode started. But welcome back to In The Real Estate Podcast with Marquis Smith where we talk about so many topics in the realest way. On this podcast episode, I want to talk about the importance of I'm here. This podcast episode specifically coincides with another podcast episode that will be dropping after this one, sometime after this one. And in these podcast episodes, the first one called I'm Here will be me reflecting on my experiences as a person and understanding the impact and all that I had to realize to get to where I am right now and why I'm so adamant about us fighting for peace and for equality for everybody, everywhere. The next podcast episode called We Are Here, it's going to talk more so about other people's experiences and we're going to reflect and discuss topics that need to be talked about in our country or in the world, just meaningful conversations that we need to talk about so that we can move towards more and more healing. The more I create this podcast episode and I talk about these topics, the more I realize the importance and the beauty and the compassion that I have towards community and moving towards a better and brighter future. And I know we have a long way to go, but we made so, so many strides and so many accomplishments. I'm just, I'm just so grateful and thankful that we are able to just do that, to be that and just move towards that every single day. So that's why I want to do I'm here and we are here so that we can understand everybody's points of views and really get to a better understanding. But before we even get into that, I want to talk about a book I just started reading. I already purchased the book, but I was procrastinating. I didn't start reading it until today. And it's called, well, the, the, the author is Jordan B. Peterson. And it's called Beyond Order, 12 More Rules for Life. I just started reading it, but I was reading the overture and he was just explaining so many things that he had to go through. Like he was tested. Oh my goodness. He was tested. His family was tested. He went through so much. And I don't like, there's no point in comparing your experiences with other people's necessarily in terms of, oh, this person had it worse to me or, you know, or I had it worse than this person. I never want to do that. But when I listened and I read, when I read his, his, his journey and his, his life and everything that he went through, I was just so, I was so, I was filled with admiration. I was proud of him. I was proud of his family. The fact that he can sit here and he can just create this beautiful book that he did and, just find a way to make something so beautiful 
out of something that happened that was so tragic, tragic. And one part of it that I was reading in the overture, because I didn't get to the main part yet, but one thing that I'm just going to say a couple, it's like no more than like maybe a paragraph and a half, but he says, more than half of the time, I believed that I was going to die. In one of the many hospitals in which I resided. And I believe that if I had fallen prey to resentment, for example, I would have perished once and for all. And that I am fortunate to have such, I have avoided such a fate. It is not possible, even though it may not always deliver us from the terrible situation that we find ourselves in, that we would all be more able to deal with uncertainty the horrors of nature, the tyranny of culture, and the malevolence of ourselves and others. If we were better and more courageous people, if we strive towards higher values, if we were more truthful, wouldn't the beneficial elements of experience be more likely to manifest themselves around us? Is it not possible if your goals were noble enough, your courage adequate, your aim at the truth unerring, that the good thereby produced would will not justify the horror. That is not exactly right, but it still comes close. Such attitudes and actions might at least provide us with meaning sufficient to stop our encounter with that terror and horror from corrupting us and turning the surrounding world into something all too closely resembling hell. Listen to what this man is saying. He's saying, yes, I'm going to leave this open case. I got to go back to it. He said, yes, I understand. There is a lot that's going on in this world. We have to deal with so much as just human beings. We live, right? This is the, the, this is the fact that we live automatically opens. It's going to be a hundred percent that you're going to deal with some kind of suffering. Something's going to happen to you to where you suffer and you're going to go through something that is challenging. There's no doubt that that's going to happen. But what are we going to do with what we have? Are we going to be courageous enough, truthful enough, honest enough to speak about topics and things to where we can come together and heal? At the end of the day, we're going to struggle. We're going to deal with challenges. It is going to be hard. It is going to be hard, y'all. Every day I, I, I move forward and sometimes I take a couple steps back. Some days I'm not truly who I want to be. There's some times when I'm like, Smith, who are you right now? You're angry. You're, you're fighting people. You're, you're just not in the best, in the most healthiest mindset right now. And it's important to understand that it's okay to be in that mindset. But when are we going to involve ourselves with the entirety of the world and make it our obligation and our right as human beings to help each other to build each other up everybody and the, the more like I said before the more I make this podcast and I figure out more about my purpose because every day I'm I'm moving a step closer to it every day I'm I'm making strides and I'm figuring out okay this ain't what I really want to do right I don't want to have people like I had conversations before I just don't want to have anybody on my podcast people will say well Smith can I be on your podcast you have no intention of not even just understanding yourself, but understanding people. When when we want to have conversations, understand that a conversation between two people or a group of people needs to be, they need to want to have a conversation. 
And before people want to have a conversation, they want to, they have to understand themselves. I couldn't, back when I was in high school and I was transitioning into the military, I didn't even want to really understand myself. So when it came to the point to where I had different opinions and different beliefs about ways of life and how we should go about life, I was a hundred percent like, this is how life should be. You should do exactly what I said. And I would literally have conversations with people, which were arguments, and I never would understand or want to listen to what they had to say. Every time they said something, it was like, okay, I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm just going to refute your claim and say what I need to say. And I'm going to keep doing that over and over and over and over. And the reason why I was just so adamant about it, because I was hurt so many times when I wanted to have honest conversations with people, they didn't want to have with me. And these were the people I was surrounded by in high school. So I gave so much of myself. And now I got to the point to where when I was transitioning into the military, that I was a little angry about it all. Like I didn't want to have a conversation about anything with anybody that was meaningful if they didn't really connect to my heart. Like, oh, you you don't you don't believe this? Okay, well, you're a, you're a shitty person. I don't want nothing to do with you. Like, I was in that kind of mode. I was like, okay, I'm gonna stay with my people. I'm gonna be where my heart at. I'm gonna be where my people are at, and that's it. And it wasn't until recently when I was dealing with people again who may have not necessarily understood their impact and how they affected me. Again, I wanted to make a whole separate podcast episode about it, but I'm going to go in depth with it right here. Intent versus impact. I do it too. We all do it. Our intention may not be to hurt people. There was a situation that happened in um, my company with a, with a, a, another soldier. And the way he was brought up, the way he lived life, he said some things that, you know, I don't believe that you should say. If you're not a part of that 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 specific community, you shouldn't say it. Where he from, they don't really do that. Understand the impact of what you do and what you say around other people, even though your intention may not be that way. So I had to, first of all, people had to talk to me so I could understand, educate me enough to where I could be like, you know what, Smith? I'm that kind of person too. And in some degree, my intentions aren't exactly what the actual impact of it all was. You can have the best intentions for the world. But that doesn't mean your impact was good to the world. Understand that. Understand that your intention is not just, it, it may not be the impact that you are expecting. Also, I was watching this TikTok of this first sergeant who I, I follow all the time. She's an amazing person. I forget her name, but I listened to her and her experiences. And she was talking about how she's so involved with her soldiers. And there's there's this thing called reverse counseling where the soldiers like, the the lower enlisted are able to give a counseling to the um the NCO or the person above them like how are they doing you know and one person was talking about how she was so loud and the people she was around like they wanted to do a specific thing and they didn't want to do that so they felt like they couldn't say anything and they couldn't do anything because they didn't want to do what they were doing and th- that wasn't her intention she didn't she didn't want that to happen she didn't know that that was happening it hurt her but that was her impact. That's how she impacted him. So she said she took a step back. She reevaluated herself and then she went about it differently. That's the main point because everything I say throughout this entire podcast episode, throughout the previous podcast episodes, even I realized that my intention wasn't my impact. 
And sometimes I have to educate myself. Sometimes I have to understand my my impact on the world. What is your impact on the world? And then there's so many people who say, well, my impact doesn't matter. You know, it it is it really doesn't matter. And what I say doesn't matter and what I do doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. That's what we're taught to believe. We believe as a society that, especially when we're young, when we're children, right? When we're when our parents, it's like, well, it doesn't matter what you say. I'm the adult. At a very young age, we're conditioned to believe that what we say and how we feel, it doesn't matter. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to um, drink some water. I don't want to drink no water, mom. Don't make me drink water. No, you're going to, this is what I said. You're going to drink this water. You're going to drink this water. Or I don't want to eat these green beans. I don't want to eat the spinach. I don't want to. Their intention was to get you to stay hydrated and be healthy. But their impact was, you know, you created somebody who can't, they can't even say how they feel. They can't even speak about their experiences. And we can keep going in debt money. And we was like, well, this is what a parent is supposed to do. A conversation could have been had. Hey, you need to drink this water. You're dehydrated. Your lips are dry. I'm talking about driving the Sahara Desert, okay? You need to drink some water, okay? I'm going to educate you. I'm going to have a conversation with you. The intent, the intent, the intentional thing and the impactful thing, which way are you going to go and, and how are you going to think about it? Because you can always find a way to where you can say your intention, you can say your opinion, and it still be in an impactful way. Recently, I realized that it wasn't that me at a younger age, me expressing myself and talking about conversations with people my age about, you know, my sexuality and, you know, race, that that I shouldn't have done it. It was more so about who was I having these conversations with? How did they make me feel? Was it a safe place for everybody? For everybody. I remember AOC. Um, she's, I believe she's, she's somewhere working in Congress. I mean, she worked somewhere in Congress. And she was talking about how we want to have conversations. Well, we don't want to have conversations with people. That's the problem. We want the world to change, but we don't want to have conversations. We don't want to sit next to this person who believes that this white person believes that thing, the N-word, is okay. Maybe they don't understand the impact. And maybe they do, but they don't truly understand why it matters so much. That's when you sit down and you have a conversation with that person who wants to have a conversation with you. Let your intentions let it become your impact. Let it become something that is impactful in a good way. Good intentions and understanding everybody else's intentions and how they feel creates a beautiful environment to where everybody nurtures and grows. Now we go back into the conversation of creating an environment, owning your environment, the effects of environments. Three different podcast episodes talking about different things about your environment. Me, I'm here. This is the environment that I created. Now we're getting to a point to where we are here. This is the environment. But it's not also about you. It's about the rest of the world too. What are we contributing to the rest of the world? Everybody ain't got what you got. And you ain't got what everybody else got. So now we can get to a point to where, you know what? I got a little waterfall and, and some rivers and streams, honey. But I ain't got no um no vegetation. I ain't got no soil to grow the vegetation. Now, this environment, you know what? I got the soil. I got the, the, the fertileness to grow, you know, these vegetation so it can, you know, we can all coincide and exist together. And now we got this beautiful environment that works together. 
everybody doing something for the world to make it a better place. That's why I believe that diversity and everybody who has different cultures and different aspects and different, you know, ways of thinking about life, we can have an honest conversation together. Everybody has something to say. We all have something to feel. It's in our it's in our opinions. So let's use it to create and unify the world, our country. Ever since, you know, back when COVID, everything started, the world, our country has never been more divided. There was some point to where I didn't care that we were divided. I was happy. I didn't feel like I was, I didn't feel like I mattered. Because when I went out, like I said before, and I was trying to get people to understand our point of view of why we were, we were, we were protesting and doing everything that we were doing. We were fighting to just have, like, just feel like we were human. Just to feel like we mattered. It was so hard to, to be around people who didn't care about how you felt. It hurt me. You go home and you're upset and you, there's so much that you're going on and you're dealing with right now. And then it's just, everything is just stacked upon you. and You feel so defeated. You feel so defeated. It was so challenging. It was a challenge. But now I can sit back and I can reflect and I can understand that it was just the environment that I was in. It was just the environment that I was in. Nobody really wanted to grow. They didn't want to grow. Not at that time. I I understand that I'm a different person now. That my journey and my path in life was to grow at a faster rate, I guess, mentally and spiritually. To understand the world and understand people better. I know that I was well above my age in, in regards to like this spirituality and just understanding like humans and like, I guess, mindsets. I was definitely above that. And it's not like I'm better than them. I was just like, I, that was just my purpose in life. It was just to understand people on a higher level than usual people would. And when I just was that way, everybody wasn't that way. It wasn't their time to realize that kind of stuff right now. Everybody's journey is different. And it hurt me that those people didn't even care enough to understand me. They didn't want to understand me. That's what hurt. That's what truly hurted me. But now, um, recently I had a beautiful conversation with numerous people. Well, one person was there and, and they didn't want to have a conversation, but eventually they, by the grace of God, they left and we could have a beautiful conversation. Because I mean, like, what's the point? Like, what's truly the point? Like, we we are going to have disagreements as human beings. That's fine. We all grew up different. We all grew up different places. Some people grew up in the country. Some people grew up in the city. Some people dealt with this by a, a, a system that oppressed them. You didn't have to deal with that. So different people having different things to say can contribute to a beautiful conversation to where honesty and healing can start. If you knock on somebody's door and they don't let you in, but you're willing to allow them inside of your home and your door, it won't work. It'll always be one-sided. And let's not talk about the fact that ain't nobody knocking on nobody's door and ain't nothing changing. That we just get divided and even more divided and there's more division, more and more and more. Now imagine we both open our doors and we knocking. 
Oh, hey, you here? I see you. I see you as a human being. I see you as a person who has opinions and who has different ways of going about life, but that doesn't make you any less human. That doesn't mean you need to be oppressed or you need to deal with this and you can't speak how you want to speak and you can't live how you want to live. One thing that I, that is important for us to talk about when we, when we talk about just human beings deserving human beings like rights, like we deserve to have rights, every human being, no matter what they've done, no matter what they do, we as human beings deserve rights. Who are we as people to say this person doesn't deserve to have just basic rights? Now, I'm not, don't, I'm not saying ain't no motherfucker who committed a crime don't need to be locked up, right? You need to pay the motherfucking dues that you motherfucking doubt, okay? You commit a crime, honey, ain't, it's only fair that you live in uh, America, you motherfucking follow the motherfucking law, okay? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody living outwardly as who they are, whether they believe that they're this way or that way. Why do they feel like they have to hide or they walk across the street and they get killed? Why, why is that our country? Why is that the world? These are conversations that need to be asked. These are things that need to be talked about. Why is it that way? Why do you feel so triggered by this person living in their truth that you feel like you got to go out and attack them and hurt them? Like that's a real, a serious question that needs to be asked and answered in some way. Different people. It is so, so important. So that's why I'm creating this podcast segment, this section about me specifically. I'm here so we can understand and I can understand myself more. So that in that individualness, that internal of me understanding what I feel and do I believe like how do you actually think about people we have to ask ourselves do we really care about people do we really care about people somebody say of course I care somebody say I don't give a damn about nobody else that's the problem okay I ain't saying you gotta worry and care so much to where you know your your heart explodes but at least care enough to where we as human beings, we deserve those rights. Because again, I said it before in a previous podcast episode, and I'm pretty sure I'm numerous ones. If you're not contributing to the world and letting and allowing ourselves to heal and moving towards understanding and not choosing ignorance, you're choosing to, to be ignorant. That's the problem. That's the issue. Choosing to be ignorant and not allowing yourself to understand and open yourself to being understood. Vulnerability. I think it all comes down to vulnerability and just people set in ways of society telling them that this is what they do and this is what they do. And they're going to talk about it on the next podcast episode where they believed, or hopefully they do. I'm going to try to bring it up where some people believe that they don't, this is how they live and they don't want to change. And that's just the end of it. But it's like, no, we can slowly but surely change the rest of the world. By having honest conversations with ourselves, somebody can resonate with what you said. And if I can get you to understand my side and you can understand my side, now we got people who are on the offenses of both of our sides. They can say, you know what? I understood a little bit more about you from them because they understood you more. And they said something to where I could understand you more because they understood it. That's what we need to do. Okay. We need to unite. 
Unification does not mean that we all agree and believe the same things. Unification is when we all believe that we all deserve the same rights. We all deserve to be human beings and live our lives truthfully if we're not hurting anybody. If we're not hurting anybody. Now, I just want to go and now reflect more on so on why I was so hurt in high school. More experiences about really go more in depth about why I was a person who didn't care about understanding other people anymore. There was one moment that I remember a lot and it really, I don't say it bothers me anymore, but it really set my life on the path that it was on before where I was in high school and I was in all these different activities. I was in the band, the GRGC. I was doing so many things. I was a really, really, really high, high speed. You know, that's in the military, high speed, you're high speed. You know, you just do a lot and you, you know, achieve a lot of things. I was a high speed, you know, I did my thing and I was the beta club president at the time. I was the president of the beta club and we had an, I guess an, an inauguration or people were joining the, um, the beta club, little children were joining like all kinds of different grades were coming into the beta club because it was a, you know, beta club, if you don't know, it's for people who are high achievers and, you know, they're academically above the rest of their peers. So me as a beta club president, I was supposed to speak while well, I did speak and my vice president, they both, we all spoke and everything and we were doing our little practices and stuff. And every time one of the teachers who were advising us and, you know, there too, because, you know, we're still students to just help us, you know, get do everybody got to do this to do that. You know, they were setting the, the, the stones and the places to where everybody could, you know, everything worked right. That's what they were doing. But there was numerous times throughout the entire day of the practices to where I'm, I'm going to give you different ways that I felt so alone because, I, when I say I was the only black person in there, I was the only black person there. I don't remember any black people. If there were, they were um, kids who were just there for the practice. For Everybody wasn't even there. It was just like the the kids because the teachers were still teachers. But um, when I got up there and I was just sitting there, one of the teachers addressed everybody else. Addressed the teachers, addressed the vice president, but they did not address me. And I felt so like I knew it was intentional because, I mean, you're looking right at me, but you're not acknowledging that I'm here. And I'm the damn, I'm not trying to say, you know, acknowledge me, you know, I'm the president of the beta club, but I'm the president of the beta club. If anybody, you know, be, be acknowledged for achieving so much, it's not easy to just to get these kinds of positions in school and all this kind of stuff. Right. I deserve my props like anybody else should. But. I wasn't acknowledged. And when it was the time to where everybody was coming up to get their awards, you know how they do in high school and all kinds of events like gradu- graduations and stuff where you walk up there and, you know, they shake the hands and like, okay, congratulations and stuff. I went up there to shake them kids' hands. And again, I told you, I was more so the only black person there. And them kids did not want to shake my hand. They looked at me like I was just disgusting. Honey. I'm like, yeah, what the, what's on my hand, honey? Then I realized, oh. Just like when the teacher didn't acknowledge me, these these kids, that's what they were taught. They didn't, they thought that that was how you treat people who didn't look like you. That's how you treat people who don't look like you. 
it hurt me. And it drove me deeper into the, the, the anger that I felt. I was so angry. Oh, I was so angry and upset. It's like, why do people, why are they treating me like this? I deserve to be here like anybody else, if anybody else more. You know, I, I worked so hard to get to everything that I achieved in high school. I, I worked so hard. So when I talk about just me being the person who didn't want to have conversations anymore, even I think it got to a point to where I just didn't even care enough to even want to have conversations with people. Evaluate yourself. Ask yourself, am I, am I causing the rest of the world to not understand somebody else a little bit better because I don't want to understand somebody better? You could be that reason. Somebody relates to what you do and what you've done, but you're not willing to say anything about your experience. That's why it's important that different people in different culture backgrounds and different experiences in life, we all say our experience because somebody can relate to what we said. Again, I said in a previous podcast episode about owning who I was. When I was at a young age, I lived truthfully my by myself of who I was. Nobody else was really, I wouldn't say they didn't support me. They did, but like the people who were really close to me, I had a few people, but I was, I felt alone. I really did in in that sense. Um, When I was talking about my sexuality and what I, who I was, I didn't necessarily want to, you know, talk about it. I didn't necessarily care enough to, to live in my truth, but I had no choice but to live in my truth because other people were using my strength for their strength. So me living in my truth and me saying my experiences and even though I was a little closed off, other people found strength in me being that person and they could do something a little bit different in their own way. But they resonated with 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 what with what I did. So I just want people to understand that your impact can be astronomical. You doing something one thing by living in your truth can set they can set shock waves of of change and growth. You can do that. Not just me. You can do that. It doesn't have to be in the way that I'm doing it or where or where how they're doing it. You can create art. You can make music. You can be an actor. There's so much that you can do and that you can achieve. Do it. Do it afraid. Do it scared. Do it all the time, when you're happy, when you're mad, if it's, it's about purpose, it's about understanding yourself better in the world, do it. Create shockwaves. Create change. I, I mean, I said it. We, we, this is ours. This is our home. This is our place. We live here. We all live together. But just imagine the people who who feel so alone. I used to feel so alone. Just imagine you as an individual. Listen to this podcast or watching this podcast. Look, your truth could save the world. Your truth, you talking about your experiences, could save the world. You standing up for what you believe could save the world. You could. Isn't that amazing? 
Isn't that powerful? That you have so much power in your hands. So much strength. I'm just so proud that you, that you are brave enough to speak about what you want and speak about what the world deserves to have. Don't ever lose who you are. Gain understanding and change who you are when it needs to be changed, but don't lose who you are. Never hate yourself for who you are right now. There's somebody resonating with that. They saw you from where you came from and where you are right now. And there's been times when I would just be going through life and I would just be living. Just just me living and being in my truth for who I was at that at that time, at that moment. And people would be like, Smith, I... I they wouldn't say it all the time. They would because they would assume that you knew you were the shit, honey. Back then, honey, I didn't know I was the shit, honey. I just didn't know. Like I, I sometimes I was like, okay, I know I did the damn thing, honey. But there was numerous times when I just didn't know because I was just living in my truth. And people were like, being they would say, Smith, I, I admire I you. I have so much admiration for you. Like you give me so much strength. I'm so happy that you live who you are and what you do. Because now I can do that and I have the strength to do it too. That's that's been so many times. And that's why I I've grown so much and I've moved and made strides in just my growth and just trying to build a community of people because that's what made me happy and that's one of the purposes that I have in life. One of my purposes I said before is exposure. Getting the world to see that this is all of ours and that there, there's there's important things that need to be discussed and important things that need to be talked about. We can't cover anymore. We've been covering for years and years. I mean, when I say years, I mean hundreds of years. Our country, this world has been covering. We've just been covering so much. Now we're in a season of exposure, in a season of just our eyes are open. That's the first step. Realizing. We realize individually, then we realize as a as a unit, as a as a group of people, as a community, we realize. And then we work to change. And change doesn't happen overnight all the time. Sometimes it takes days and maybe hours, maybe minutes, sometimes years. But change happens. Every day, we are a step closer. Every second, I feel it. I feel it. You don't feel that? The power we hold as people, we can do so much. I don't care how long it takes for me to get one person to understand they're impactful to this world. Not even just as you deserve to live, but your voice. When you walk out of your room, as soon as the, 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 the sun hits your face or the wind blows in your face, as soon as you can smell the roses or hear people laughing in the, in the background, you matter. You've just done something. You've shown yourself to the world. There was a sense of vulnerability in that. Understand that. 
And every day you take a step out and you and you live in your truth and you do what you know that you need to do. That's why I'm not so, when we talk about religion and, and spirituality and everything, I don't care if you don't believe in, in God. Yeah, you can believe in the devil. I will, I don't, I, when I say I don't care, I don't care. Are you, are you a person who's moving towards healing is what I care about. Do you care about the rest of the world is what I care about. Do you believe that we deserve rights is what I care about. I don't care if you believe in the devil. I don't care if you believe in nobody. I don't care. Do you believe in the world? That's the important, that's, that's what's important. That is. That's where the division comes from. And, that, and that's a whole nother conversation, but that's where division comes from. We as a people, we are going to change the world one day. And I mean, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. I'm just so grateful for every lesson experience that I've gotten. You know, even the bad ones, I sit back and I reflect. Not too long. You know, I don't want to sit back and, you know, think too much. I might start crying, okay? Because I didn't had a lot of bad experiences, but with good people. And I don't want to, I don't want to taint the good experiences when I had with those good people. I don't want to lose that. Because we made amazing memories. You know, just didn't, you just didn't continue to, you know, get into it together, you know, but it's okay. Because I know they're out there making strides themselves. Sometimes I just think about them like, I wonder what they're doing. I mean, I'm not going to go, you know, I just, I'm not going to, but I just wonder, I'm like, I bet they're just changing the world right now. <laughs> the world is going to see one day what this was all about. No matter how many losses we take, no how many times, no matter how many times we get hit, and we go down and we go down. No matter how many times we fight for change and then the change happens, we rejoice. Then we go back to work and then we're back to square one because everything that we did then got pushed back even further than it was before. I know it's tiring. and I know it's so exhausting going on the internet and seeing so, so much tragedy, so many bad things happening. That's when you go to your little home and your little hidey hole and you refilling you do things that make you happy then you go back at it again and you fight not for just not just for yourself but for other people so they can have the same rights that you have again i'll say it again everybody who is not dealing with something that somebody else is dealing with in terms of oppression wise they have privilege because they're not dealing with it if you grow a green plant out of your head and everybody who does not grow a green plant believes that Anybody who has a green plant in their head is evil. Then you have privilege because you don't have to go through that. Okay. It's that simple. If people are dealing with something because of something they cannot control. You have a sense of privilege because you're not going through that. So what do we do as human beings? We fight for that change. And we're one less person who isn't saying anything or saying no. Because in all honesty, saying anything is worse than saying no by being neutral to it all. There's no, there's no neutral. There's no neutral. You're either in it or it's a no. And you're worse than the no's. Okay. 
<sighs> oh my goodness. So let's reflect on this podcast episode before we close out. I'm here. Before I came to this realization that I was here and I mattered and what I did impacted the world, I was I was lost. I was dealing with my own trauma. I was struggling to find my way through this this challenging life that we all go through. I was struggling with my identity, things that I had no control over. But now I can just be all that I am and more every single day. The next podcast episode will be about we are here. And there will be so many beautiful conversations that I had. I can see it now. So, I there's also another book before this. I don't remember what it's called, but it is a sequel, I guess. But it's more... He talks about a lot of things that are before this. You can read this book without reading the other book. He already said that. But if you want to get a better understanding, you can read both of them. But this is the one I'm reading right now. Okay? Beyond Order. And it was just an impactful, just an impactful introduction to what I'm going to read. And every podcast episode, hopefully, I can just speak more about understanding. Understanding his life understanding my life, and just gaining knowledge from his experiences. Be, be courageous enough. Be truthful enough. Even though there's so much horror and so much sadness in this world, we can rise above it all and make a difference and make a change. So like I say at the end of every podcast episode, I give thanks to the utmost, to the highest power, God. I am truly, truly grateful for my friends and my family. Oh, I'm so thankful. And before I close this podcast out, I want to say that my course class is in the process. I don't know if it's going to be posted, the introduction at least, to where you can do like the pre-sale launch and you can go order it ahead of time. I don't know if it's going to be out yet, but it may be out yet. But um, just get into that course class. We talk about Reclaiming resilience, navigating healing and growth. And it's a lot to do with understanding trauma. Trauma with sexual trauma, just trauma in general. People who want to understand people who dealt with different types of trauma and how they can help those people. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. But I'm just, I'm really, really grateful. So this is in the Real Estate Podcast. <laughs>